Radio Borders. Welcome back. Talking rugby now, and the league season gets underway this weekend for the Premier sides and the, the national sides. So we've got the the coaches of all the three border sides in Premier 1. So we've got Craig Chalmers from Melrose, Dick Armstrong, Hoyk and Gray Marshall from Selkirk alongside my evening, guys. Evening. Craig, ill. And of course, they've sat you right beside me. So if I'm not <laughs> in here tomorrow, your fault. <laughs> anyway, we'll come, we'll come to you first. The big talking point, of course, has been the, the league restructuring. For you, has that been a, a positive change? Were you behind that? It needed change. I think it needed a, needed a reshuffle. Um, I'd still like to see the playoffs at the end you know the top four playing off I think that would add extra excitement to the to the end of the season every other major competition rugby competition in the world has that um, you know, apart from the Six Nations and the Tri-Nations but you know the Super 14 and the Premierships the Magnus League now has the playoff system I think it would have added a bit of uh, excitement to, to the end of the season but no I'm looking forward to the change um, it's four less league games um, and hopefully we can fit all the games in this year was that something that was talked about the playoffs at the end or something for the future there were a few different options um, put in and uh, I think the, the majority wanted uh, wanted the one that we're going with so um, no it's different big pressure on the on the clubs to get results first 11 games are massive getting the top 8 and and stay up. Yeah. Oh, I mean, Stuart Cameron explained it beautifully on on here, not confusing at all last week, but just quickly, of course, you've got your first 11 games, uh, and if you're in the top eight, then you, you fight for the championship. If you're in the bottom four, you join the top four from, from Premier Two, so instead of trying to avoid a bottom two, you're now trying to avoid a bottom four. Deke, you've come come back up. I'm sure a lot of folk probably think Hoyk will be favourites to be in the, in that bottom four, but I, I'm sure you'll think otherwise, but it does mean you've got to find your feet really quickly. Ah, it does. It's, uh, it's the first 11 games are... Um really tough eh? you've got to get results straight away and hit the ground running I mean um, yeah we probably will be favourites to be in the bottom four because it's a tough tough league with a lot of good sides in it and I respect every side in it but the way we're shaping up we're, we're going well and obviously we have to turn it on when the games start but going by pre-season and the way we're training we're, we're, we've we've come a long way but um, it's going to be tough and we need to try and get in that top eight I mean, there's different opinions. Of the the difference between Premier One and and, and Two is it is the golf grown. I know. Well, I spoke to you at that times last last season, and you thought you know if if at that stage you had been in Premier One, you you would have struggled. But I mean, Dundee showed the way last year, finishing finishing fourth. So it can be done. Oh, it can be done. But I mean, I think Prem Two need a respected teams in it. But when five six years ago it was pretty strong. Last year I didn't think it was too strong, and we went up as runners up, and um, I was a bit disappointed with that. But I think there is a bigger golf now, and. Obviously, we have to bridge that golf, which I think we can with the players we've got, but it's got to be tougher. And, Graeme, coming on to you, I mean, Selkirk, we know a quality side, but problem last year was just a very slow start. So, again, 11 games to make sure in your top eight, you've got to get out of the blocks an awful lot quicker. Yeah, I think it's not just 11 games. It's probably the first two or three games. If you get a decent start, and confidence, and, and, and the results go for you, then as a, you can relax a little bit. And uh, and that makes the the season a lot more a lot easier for the players and for the coaches. Yeah, you of course knew the the coaching role at Selkirk. I, I mean, if you, it's always tempting to, to you know change everything. But I mean, you have got a quality side there. Have you have you changed very much at all? No, it's not about change at all. I mean, I've worked with the players when they were younger as well, and so we know the players. Uh, we know their, a lot of their strengths and weaknesses. I've watched Selkirk for the last couple of years in in Prem One. So no, it's very much a kind of tinkering and looking at individuals and uh, and not changing a, an awful lot. If it's been successful, you don't want to change it. It will be a slightly different Selkirk squad because I gather you've had a few retirements, but you've you've brought in one or two new faces as well. 
Oh, well, we lost Lee Jones and Alec Dunbar, who got pro contracts, and uh, Martin Murray and Rory Aglin are still kind of toying with playing rugby, and Martin's helping us out tomorrow because we're, you know, we're short of a prop. But they're they're looking to, to bow out sometime soon and maybe even just play seconds rugby or whatever. And, uh, you know, we brought in uh, a prop and we've got uh, a guy from New Zealand to, uh, whose mum's from Selkirk. And uh, just two young guys, though, 20, they're 21, they're not bringing a lot of experience, but they're bringing a lot of enthusiasm and, uh, and they've settled in really well. So, new coach at Selkirk, Craig, you've been there for, for years, just same old, same old, or do you still get quite excited at this time of, time of year as you look forward to the season? No, I'm looking forward to it. It's, you know, the core, the core of the squad's still there. One or two guys have, uh, you know, have went back to, to the the clubs and like, uh, you know, you, uh, Lindsay Gibson's gone back to Hoyk and uh, Nick McTaggart. You know, good luck to them. They came and did a good job last year, but they feel that, you know Hoyk have got promoted and they're going back. So and, and Bruce Dix and uh, Luke Petty have gone back to Gala. So you know, good luck to those guys. We've, we've got some. We recruited I think quite well in the uh, in the summer, and um, we've got Gary Holborn who's come up from from Jed. Good tight head and really fitted in well what we're trying to do, and um, you know solid up this this you know made the scrum a lot more solid, um, which was you know we saw last weekend at Tyndale, uh, Nicky Littles uh, coming to play for us, uh, which is excellent uh, acquisition, and also there's a man smiling next to We've also got Ewan <laughs> Ford who, and he's very unlucky to miss out in the twenty twenty tomorrow, and um, you know he's coming and fitting in really well, but we, you know, we've got a, a fair depth of squad. He's uh, he's playing for the twos tomorrow. So, um, and Hayden Mitchell has come in and uh, in the second row. So maybe it's the area. The front five has been the area we've we've been a little bit weak in. Um, you know, we've got two back rowers in there. So he's on the bench tomorrow. He starts on the bench. But one or two young boys, obviously Grant Unsman, Craig Jackson, uh, Richard Ferguson, good young boys uh, who are in the age group system, and they uh, they you know they're all starting tomorrow, which is, which is a massive massive positive. Deke, I mean, you've been around Hoyk and certainly in a, in a coaching role for a while now, but you're, you're in the head coach position. So, you know, I was asking Graham about feeling the need to make some changes. Have you changed very much about the setup? Uh, a little bit. Uh, Jerry's got his way of coaching last year, and mine is probably different to what Jerry is, whether his was right or wrong. It's not a debate, but um, I like to be a bit intense and I'm kind of old school way of coaching thing. And um, But he just. Basically, it's pointing the boys in the right direction. Eh? They've all been very enthusiastic. We've had 25, 30 boys training, and everyone's held their hand up in the games and in training to get a spot, and it's been hard picking a side. So, um, but we're emphasising them to them that we can't win games just on heart and passion. We've got to start thinking and doing, making right decisions at the right time. So we're trying to emphasise and work on that a lot. A few players in and out for you might be some of the same names as Craig's just mentioned mentioned there, but uh, it'll be good to get some of these guys back. Sad to lose some though. I mean, Lindsay and Nicky's come back and they've been really good. Uh, as we've always said, Mel's has got a kind of good professional staff, good coaches, and good. And we're trying to sort of not mirror that, but um, Lindsay and Nick have benefited for going to Mel's come back with that kind of attitude, and it's good that they're putting it over to the other boys and. Uh, well, Nicky's gone to Melrose, again, that's his decision, and as Craig said about the A-boys, good luck to him. Nicky's a good boy, and he, he works hard, and he'll do well for Melrose, and that's his decision. And As I say, I hope he goes far in the game. Um, so, but we've got other boys back, like Rory Hutton's been immense in training, he's, he's brought professionalism, um, Stuart Hogg's been good, um, they've, all been, they've all came back and fitted in well. 
some good names mentioned there. I'm just going to ask you, pre-season, I remember, was it, I'm sure you did a lot of judo pre-season last year. Did you did you repeat that at all this year? No, I've not repeated that. <laughs> <laughs> it was a good exercise last year, and I could see where it was coming from with the judo, but, I mean, as the season wore on, we kind of forgot what we did at the judo and never really put it into practice. So it was a good exercise at the time, but we've kind of left it alone this yeah, year. Fair enough. Graham. I mean, just going back, thinking about the, the restructure again, of course, 11 games, so it means you either get five at home or, or six at home yourself, and, and I think Hoyk have, have got lucky, if you like, and got six. Melrose have, have got five. Quite happy that, about the, I guess, the guys that run the bar as well will be quite happy with the, the six home, but that, does that, do you feel that helps you? I think um, there's almost two tiers. I think in Prem One, there is a there's two or three teams who are who look to be stronger, even you know from last year. And I think there's a there's a group down below who are fighting for that that fourth to eighth place in the first four or five games. And if you get if you can get some of these and at home, then that gives you a chance of getting points on the board. And you're maybe quite happy to go away to the Curries and the and the airs of the world. Where you know everything being equal, you probably are going to struggle to get a win against against these teams. So I, the the draw has been, it's been helpful. But you know, on the day, you're still going to have to put the performances in and uh, and get the wins. And your home games are crucial. Yep. Craig, I think see, I'm pretty sure Melrose have just got got five. Does that affect your chances on the on the pitch? I say I know that I know the guys that, that run the bars and, and the club will be wanting as many home games as possible. <coughs> that, but does it bother you at all? Not really, not at all. No. Um, we prepare to play rugby. <laughs> yeah, it, we played probably as well away from home last year as at home. So um, no, it doesn't bother me at all. Just look forward to getting the season started. The guys are really hyped up for it. We've got a full bill of health. Um, so no, it doesn't matter where you play. If you've got quality players and they go and perform on that day, then you know. Hopefully you can get the result that you desire. Yep, I suspect Curry and Air are still going to be the the sides to beat. But in, in the main, looking at the sides and the changes over the summer, do you think it's going to be a more competitive league as a whole? I think it is. I think some some teams have made some good acquisitions. Um, you know, Australians have got quite a few new guys in. Baramuir have made quite a few new new signings. Um, Harriet's will be stronger this year, I think, as well. Um, Glasgow Hawks as well. You know, they'll be they'll you know get full time coach up there, Peter Wright. Um, he's made some good signings. So a lot of students in that. They get a lot of students up in Glasgow, South Africans, and they've got some good guys coming to the squad by all accounts. So no, they've they've uh, they've recruited well these teams, and it'll be harder this year, I think. I think the competition. Oh, the, the city teams have a, a, a drawing power because of the population of the city, whereas down here it's probably more difficult to attract players. So you tend to rely on a kind of local, cultural, kind of historical, kind of bit of passion, and I think that's. You know, all three border clubs have a, a kind of a lot of local guys playing, and that's where we get our strength. But it is difficult to attract players like the city teams can attract them. Very much so, guys. We'll come back to this. We'll, we'll take a, a short break, but say stay with us because the guys will still be with me in a couple of minutes. They say that good things come to those who wait. Say it, we say that better things come to those who don't. For £199 up front and then just £199 a month, you could drive a brand new Seat Ibiza SC Good Stuff. And when you see it's packed with extras including climate control, 16-inch alloy wheels, an iPod Nano and a Tom Tom, you'll want one straight away. The waiting's over. Visit seat.co.uk now to find your local Seat dealer and take advantage of our 199 offer. Personal lease from Seat Finance over 42 months based on a max of 10,000 miles per annum. Excess mileage cost supply. New UK registrations before September 30th. Subject to status, conditions apply. 
Hi, my name's Megan, and I know you're really busy, but... I know you've got a lot on at the moment, but I've got leukaemia, and I... I'm really sorry to bother you, but I need a blood transfusion, and I was wondering... This is the last call call for all passengers with flight FS-155. Everyone's busy over the holiday period, so it's hard to get anyone's attention. But it's not just anyone Megan's talking to. It's the person listening to this radio. It's you. Scotland needs you to give blood now more than ever. Call 0845 90 90 999. Strange, but not every business insurer visits your industrial unit before they compile a quote. So not every business insurer notices that your forklift trucks occasionally cross your visitor car park. So not every business insurer realises you need motor insurance for them. Still, we're not every business insurer. We're NFU Mutual. If you think your business doesn't fit in a box on a form, visit nfumutual.co.uk slash business. NFU Mutual. We do right by you. What are you going to cook for the family then? How about nothing? Absolutely nothing. Just pop down to Pizza Hut while you choose something from the new summer menu. The kids eat free, so their meals will cost you nothing. Absolutely nothing. Available across Scotland. Pizza Hut. See you soon. Kids up to 12 years eat free. Conditions apply. For exclusive live rugby this weekend, the place to be is Radio Borders. The season begins this Saturday at Mansfield Park, where Hoyk entertain West Coast Giants air. Melrose face Curry at the Green Yards, while Selkirk take on Boroughmuir. In Division 2, Jed Forrest and Peebles both begin their campaign on the road, whilst at Netherdale, there's a border derby between Gala and Kelso. Saturday Sports Live. This Saturday from 2 on Radio Borders. The Friday Sports Show on Radio Borders. Welcome back. I'm joined tonight by Melrose coach Craig Chalmers, Hoyt coach Dick Armstrong and Selkirk coach Graham Marshall. Now, guys, you all, I think, complained to a man about the season just comes along far too quickly, but you've, you've got to find time to cram in, uh, cram in some warm-up games as well. So, Graham, tell us how, how the guys have gone so far in the warm-ups. Um, we had a, a kind of three or four 20 minute sessions against Melrose and uh, two or three weeks ago which is a really positive exercise for both both clubs and then a week past Thursday we played Peebles and it was really close the Peebles beat us actually 7-5 but we, it was it was a really good effort and I think uh, a really good uh, kind of challenge for them to get kind of match fitness we've had three sessions in the, since then um, without the kind of contact in a game which is which has given us time to work on things, preparing for Saturday. So hopefully we're we're much better prepared than we were three or four sessions ago. Aye, I mean you started your your pre-season quite early. I can I, I'm sure you you know the guys only had a couple of weeks off and you were you were straight back into it. I think that's uh, a, a big issue here. You know, Craig said the the season's f- four games shorter, and obviously I've not been involved before, but it's still a, a very very early start. And you're talking about uh, young guys who are kind of late teens, early twenties, and one of the big things just now is trying to get them into some uh, some positive kind of strength and conditioning training, and they don't have time to do it because everything else comes along and gets in the way, and there's not a, a, a kind of cl- enough of a close season to actually work on that. Um, and I actually think the season should be starting. We used to start on the first Saturday in September, and I think that's the, the, the time it should start, just like the pros start on the first Saturday in September. Um, how you organise that is 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 the challenge. Um, and I know Craig's come up with playoff ideas, and I'm sure there are other ways we could manage the season and keep the games really, really intense, 
but give the guys a, an off season as well because they don't get it. Oh, they definitely need it. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, but I'm, I'm sure there'll be a bit more tinkering in the in the years mm. to come. Deke, your, your your games have just been a, a breeze so far. Nah, well, we played Jeddah for twenty minute games and boys went well. Eh? It's hard to gauge how far Jed went into the pre season, but we look fit and we look sharp. And we went to Darlington at the weekend, who used to be a pro side, but they kind of went bankrupt. So they had a big side in the test through the first 20, 25 minutes, round the side of the rucking up front, which we wanted before we played there. But once we started winning quick ball, we, our backs were looking really sharp, and we worked on a few things the second half just to go through the phases. and It worked well. It was a good weekend. We took the boys, stayed down for the weekend, and had a team bonding thing, and they brought the boys together. So it was all good. Team bonding, a lot of drinking. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Craig, you obviously played Selkirk. Who else have you had? Yeah, we, we, week before Selkirk, we had a, we had a tennis tournament amongst ourselves. We had four teams of ten, and they all played each other on the, on the Friday night. Because um, a few were going to cancel show, so we had it on Friday night instead. <laughs> so uh, the week after we played Selkirk, it was a really good, it was really good uh, workout. You know, we started off with a sort of second team and built up to sort of stronger teams, which was, which was excellent. And the good, the good knockout first up. Um, and then we had Tyndale um, down there, which is always a hard game. They're a, they're a physical side, but they like to play rugby as well. Um, but um, that was a good win for us down there. Um, we, you know, we, we were winning 31 7 and, and gave you a couple of soft tries at the end. And, but uh, no, it was a good win. It was encouraging. But it, it doesn't matter what you do in pre season, it's how you do when you, when you start playing the, the games that you get points from. And uh, you know, that's all that matters tomorrow, tomorrow and then the next 11 games. You've been talking about your your squads and the additions. Of course, they're augmented by the the pro players as well. The the drafting. Everybody gets excited when they see the names, whether whether they actually appear for you. I don't know. I mean, how, Craig, how how do you go about choosing who you want? Are you looking for an on field contribution, or are you looking for guys that are going to maybe have an impact a few times a, a year at your training? Well, I like to, I like to put the guys that are have an association with the club. Um, there was a a draft put forward that the guys who were first year pros um, went back to club of origin. Um, where they come from, just so you know, because either first year pros are probably the guys who are going to have less chance of starting in the pro teams, and that was the likes of Lee Jones, Alton Barr, um, James King, th- these kind of guys. Um, but it was a six-all vote, and and they went to just you know free for all. Um, unfortunately, common sense didn't prevail, and we didn't get James King. But uh, mm-hmm. you know, I, I think I think Celtic should have had Alton Barr and Lee Jones. You know, and I, and I think that's the way it should work because you know these guys are used to used to playing at a club, and these are the clubs that have got them where they where they are. Um, you know, for definitely the first year, that settling period. But we've got we've got Alex Blair, Dave McCall, Mark Robertson, um, Ross Ford, um, who else? Uh, Phil Godman, and Fraser Brown. So. You know, we've got some guys that may, we might get now and again, you know, especially Alex Blair and uh, Dave McCall, maybe Fraser Brown mm-hmm. when he comes back from injury. But it's always hard. It's always hard fitting them in when, you know, when you've got good quality players at the club and, and you know, upsetting and it's a balance. But, uh, you know, we'll have, to, we'll have to wait and see what happens. James King, of course, Stirling County, they got second pick coming up as champions. Deke, you got first pick at, uh, at Hoyk. Have you picked guys that you, you hope to uh, be turning out for you this year? I... Identified the front five. Eh? We we've got Craig Charters and um, we're putting Michael Robertson up in the middle row because we're a bit short there. So, but we got Gavin Pete. came back last night, which will help. Uh, so we were targeting Fraser McKenzie. We spoke to Rory Hatton about him before we made the pick, and um, 
Scott McLeod and thing and he says he'd be a good chance he could play for Ian whatever but hey they're not playing this week and Michael Robertson and that get a chance first up to to cement the place so um, if they play well we won't need Fraser McKenzie and I, obviously they'll come down and help or whatever but I like to go with the local boys and that's what we're going with tomorrow so I'm more than happy that we've no pros this week so yeah, uh, it's always a difficult choice. You know, do you, do you put a pro in if he's available at the risk of upsetting your local guys? And I guess if if you go back to what you're saying, Craig, at least if you get guys that have played for you before, it doesn't upset the guys quite quite so much if if you're putting in somebody that they, they know. I mean, Graham you mentioned you have got uh, Lee Jones, who's probably going to be playing playing sevens, but uh, it, it is easier to slot him back in, I guess, if necessary. It, it is because he knows the boys, and 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 again, he he'll give his all for the club because. Um, the thing about the first year pro is, I think it goes even further than that. If a club have developed a guy and he's come through the whole system of that club, and he's a pro, then they should automatically go back to the club who has developed him. No, no draft, no nothing. I know that's a bit extreme, but it only affects one or two players in the and who have come through the a, a club that's in Prem One. Um, I'm not sure about the draft. I've never experienced it before, but I think uh, a couple of pros in any team can make a massive difference. And I think the the fact that you don't get them with any consistency and regularity can make some games, uh, the outcome of some games, different. And and and, I, and I'm not sure if that's fair. But the season will the season will tell, and I can make a judgment at the end of the season. Um, but I'm not sure whether the draft helps us or hinders us. Yeah, well, as you say, we will find out. I, I want to look at the, the uh, games this weekend, but uh, Craig, very quickly, British and Irish Cup, you're in as well. That's going to be massive for the, the guys as well. You think that will also help your chances in the in the domestic league by just yeah, upping the standard of your rugby you're playing? It's a long way away. Um, <laughs> not thinking about that at all at the moment. Thinking about Curry at the weekend, that's it. No further than that. Uh, look forward to it, but it's a long way away. Fair enough, carry at the weekend, and so champions at, at, at home, so it's a tough start, but it's a real chance to, to lay down a marker, announce yourself. <laughs> Listen, yeah, tough, tough game first up, but uh, the guys are really excited about it, and, uh, you know, if we play like we, like we can play, um, then we've got a great chance of winning the game. Yeah, well, Kenny Houston will be at that one for Saturday Sports Live. If you've got a, a tough start against the, the champions, well, you've got, well, the, the next toughest start possible against Ayr, but it is at home. Ayr haven't they looked very clever pre-season, and it's a great chance for you to announce yourself back into Premier 1. Ah, it's a great chance, and I tend not to worry about opposition. Eh? They take care of themselves. It's up to the boys. If they go and perform and play the best they can, now they'll win the game. Or, or if they give 110%, make the right decision and don't win the game all credit to here they've they've beaten and they've come down and, and done a job on us and that's credit to them but um, I'm confident in the boys um, that we're not overawed we're not scared there uh, first up um, who knows if we're well prepared we can't prepare them any better so we've just got to go out and use our heads a bit and play play get the crowd behind them play with a bit of passion and see where it takes us. The first twenty minutes is really crucial. We've got to get bang in that game and get um, really stuck in about them and see what they've got to offer, and then we'll take it for there. And Selkirk against Burnmuir. Burnmuir didn't have a great season last year, but I gather they've, they've strengthened themselves a bit. But again, a, a home start, so a, a good chance for you to get I off. I think, uh, you know, looking at our team sheet, as Craig said, they've, re- they've recruited well. They've got some key players in there. Warnock and uh, Sean Crombie, who played for us last year as a pro. Um, 11 guys who are, are starting different from last season so it'll be a challenge but you know it's something you really look forward to a home game hopefully some decent weather get a crowd down there and it's up to the players and, and I think they're relishing that challenge really looking forward to it 
Yeah, well, best of luck all three tomorrow. So great that you're uh, all at all at home. We're covering two of those games. So Kenny Houston will be at Melrose against Curry. Stuart McCulloch will be at Hoyk against Ayr, and uh, we'll be covering Selkirk next time they're at uh, next time they're at home. Uh, other fixtures very quickly in, in Premier One. Um, Dundee against Stirling County Glasgow Hawks against West of Scotland Herets against Watsonians uh, In Premier 2 The Border Sides Gala against Kelso I'll be at that one for Radio Borders Very quickly guys Who's going to come out on top of that one? Gala or Kelso? Gala Gala Kelso Kelso Cast I'll vote. just sit in the fence Right to draw <laughs> <laughs> Jed and Peebles both in a row Jed are at uh, GHA Peebles are at Kirkcaldy Going to give me predictions for, for those ones Craig Jed against GHA Hopefully Jed, but I think GHA and I think uh, Peebles. Peebles, right. GHA were very hot and cold last year. Difficult one to say. I mean, you you played Jed pre-season, so do you see Jed doing well up there? Going what I've seen, um, I'd say they'll struggle, but uh, Kevin Barry's a really good coach. A lot of respect for him, so he'll have knocked them into shape since they played us. So I'd like to see Jed win up there. As you say, they're a bit hit or miss. So Jed and hopefully Peebles um, with Jerry and Gary, hopefully they can turn over Kirkcaldy. You coach as well at Peebles, yes. Yeah. So best of luck to all the Premier two sides as well. So thanks again, guys, for coming in. That is it for rugby tonight. We're talking polo after the break. <laughs>